Jam in the AM Wednesday as it's snowing in Israel, or at least in certain parts of Israel. We have with us live via telephone uh, Reser- Colonel Reserve Dr. Danny Tirza. Uh, Colonel Tirza is uh, essentially uh, known as the uh, architect of the, the IDF's chief architect for the security fence that has become such a, um important issue and such a... Uh, um, a, a, um, a well-known entity, let's put it, in the Middle East at this point over the last many, many years. And uh, he is one of the people that we're going to meet this summer. Those of you who are going to be heading with us and Keshet Israel and Ariel Tours uh, to Israel for the um, summer journey with JM and the AM, we leave the day after Tisha B'Av. He's one of the people that not only are we going to meet, but is actually going to give us a very interesting perspective, probably... No other group could pull this off to have someone like him actually give an entire educational seminar, if you will, or at least a uh, comprehensive tour of the security fence in Israel. Colonel Tirza, welcome to JM in the AM. Hello and good morning. So is the security fence covered in snow or sleet or hail? What's it like this morning? <laughs> it's very nice. <laughs> a lot of wind here, and the snow just started. Uh, so and, uh, everything is nice uh, this time in Israel. So you could you could build security fences to try and uh, prevent terror, but it's hard to build fences to try and prevent bad weather, huh? <laughs> yes, of course. We cannot do anything uh, except. Praying to God. You know what's interesting, by the way, as I as I look at I and I read about the whole security fence controversy. Um, you know, essentially, two sides are presented. On one side, of course, what they what they or the people writing these articles call the Israeli side is that a security fence is necessary to stem terror and lessen the ability of terrorists to get into the uh, uh, to the areas, the Jewish areas of Israel, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And on the other side, of course. Um, uh, those who are uh, th- those who are not Jewish in Judea and Samaria feel that they are being uh, closed in, cut off. Uh, natural boundaries are being established. Those are generally the two positions. But but one of the nationalistic positions that in fact there shouldn't be a border and that there should never be any type of separation of you know for for Judea and Samaria, biblical Judea and Samaria. I don't see cited as often. Am I right that that argument doesn't often get into the discussion? Uh, Sometimes you can find these people that they are looking at the political issues of the fence, and really there are some parties inside Israel that are using the security, not for security, but uh, for their own political reasons. As you know, in Israel it's very interesting to see the sides and how they are using it. Uh, in some areas, there are some uh, people from the right-wing parties that says, that uh, we should not have this uh, security fence because it separates areas and uh, it takes too much area from the West Bank uh, and let it to the Palestinian areas. And in other places, the right, the left-wing uh, parties that says that the, the fence causes a lot of trouble to the Palestinians and uh, we are taking too much from them. So people are seeing the evidence on the ground, but they are using it for their own benefits. Mm. 
Right, no question about that. <laughs> um, IDF Chief Architect for the Security Fence, uh, Colonel Danny Tirza, is with us live via telephone. How large is the fence now? Or, or better yet, for a different or better perspective, what percentage of the area is now enclosed by a security fence? Well, the, the logs of the the out uh, the uh, the outline of the West Bank is only three hundred and forty kilometers, but the logs of the security fence, because it's run in the mountains there and have to be between villages, it's about. Uh, 451 miles, so it's more than double. Uh, but today, about 75% of it is already built, and in the other areas, it's only uh, what's called temporary uh, security measures. And how long did it take to get to this point? When was the first? Uh, when was the security fence started to be built? In uh, September 2002. That was the first decision, and most defense was built uh, till January 2007. If not for that intifada, right, the intifada that we basically look at as 2000, 2001, 2002, if not for that intifada, would there be a fence now? No, not at all. Of course not. Uh, the government of Israel didn't want to build it, and uh, of course we don't want to leave, to leave these fences and walls around us. Uh, so, of course, it won't be built. It was built just because of the Intifada and because uh, the terror attacks of the Palestinians. How did you become its chief architect? Well, I was the mapper in the negotiations between Israel and the Palestinians from 1994 to 2007. In all this time, I was the expert of territorial issues uh, in the West Bank. So, therefore, I got this job. But this very issue never came up in negotiations, right? This was a unilateral decision. Of course, of course, of course. I'm talking about right. knowing every detail of the ground and the and the border issues and the, how to define the right line that people can live with it, not only the, uh, the political issues, but this, uh, the balance between security needs and the rights of the people on the ground. Um, you and I both are t- always trying to convince people to travel to Israel, so maybe we're both biased on this issue, but uh, how would you describe safety uh, for people in Israel at this point compared to 20 years ago? Oh, the life in Israel is very calm. That is better than Paris today. You have more in Paris today. Yeah. So, uh, uh, you are living in Israel, you hear these things only on television. Uh, really, the life inside Israel, uh, a very nice life, and uh, you don't feel the security dangers. Uh, we had here, we had some problems in the past. Even uh, some months ago, there were some demonstrations. But that's part of the uh, demonstrations that people people can do, even in the United States, which you had there uh, in the last months. So this is demonstrations. Uh, you see them a lot in the media because Israel in the fo- is in the focus all the time. But the life in Israel is very calm, very nice, very happy. Yeah. And I hope to see you. The, um, the demonstrations that were going on in New York, anybody who had had the luck 
quote-unquote, to be in their car in the middle of those demonstrations as the thousands of people passed by. I could tell you just how scary it was. I could tell you that much. Uh, so, yes, there's no question that I guess every Democratic country has demonstrations. Um, uh, uh, Colonel D- Danny Tiert says one of the people we're going to meet when we head to Israel this summer as part of the Keshet Israel Ariel Tours Journey to Israel, which we hope everybody out there will consider uh, joining us for. It starts on the 27th of July. You can go to the NahumSiegel.com website. If you click on the photograph of me in front of Marat HaMachpelah, which is at the top right of the page, uh, you'll see the itiner- entire itinerary and a list of some of the personalities we're going to be meeting in Israel. K- Colonel Tirza, before I let you go, what is that experience like? When we spend some time with you in Israel, what is it that we will see uh, you know, right there in front of us uh, in terms of the security fence? You'll see what is the fence, and 95% of it is a wire fence. You'll see what is the wall, how people are crossing the checkpoints. And mostly I'm trying to take you in my tour and share with you the dilemmas that I had to face when I got this mission. Oh, I can only imagine what that's like. Thank you so much for joining us. Well, Shana Hazot for Yerushalayim. Hope to see you very soon in Israel. You're welcome. Colonel Tirza, Colonel Danny Tirza is the IDF's chief architect for the security fence. He's one of the people on our list of personalities that we're going to be with this summer uh, during the uh, JM and the AM uh, tour to Israel. It starts July the 27th. Again, go to anachomsegel.com. You'll see the photo of me in front of Marat HaMachbelah, the type, top right of the page, and uh, click on there. You'll see the whole itinerary and the details, and we look forward to having you join us. It should be a very, very interesting journey.